episode number 37, how to make New Year's resolutions that you actually achieve. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Tammy Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlon. I'm here to assist you in gaining a stronger body and mind, and I'm excited to help you discover your inner athlete. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. It's just a couple days before Christmas, and I'm wondering if you guys are home relaxing or still doing last-minute Christmas shopping or what you're up to. I always say this. I'm like, I'm not going to the store anymore. I'm done. And my husband's just like, yeah, right. Like, every day you go to the store. (laughs) hopefully I'm really done and I mean this is a little bit before Christmas comes out and when I'm recording it but yeah I just don't like to go to the store that much especially with everything happening this year but I'm hoping I'm there I'm sure I'll have to go to the store for food but um anyways hopefully you're all doing good I mean if you have time to listen to this hopefully before Christmas if not if you're listening to this after Christmas I hope you had a Merry Christmas and um we are going to be talking about all three all things resolutions and how to really make our resolutions. How can we have success with our resolutions? Because I always say to everyone, we make these resolutions and we don't even, like after a few months, a lot of the times I can't even remember what my resolution was. So obviously I'm not still doing it. So <laughs> I is what really got made me decide to do an episode on this is I was at a party with some friends and she showed me, uh, I believe it was a YouTube video of there, someone went back through their goals of 2020 and just how our goals of 2020, when we set them in 20, the beginning, you know, in January when we set them. And then as we end 2020, you know, <laughs> how different things have been. And this year of all years, it might have been hard to like achieve some of our goals and some of our resolutions. But, but I really do want to talk about how we can be successful when we set them and how that we're not, they're not just something we do, but there's something that we really do because we want to accomplish something and how we can really accomplish that, how we can really see ourselves improving. Because most of the time when we set resolutions or goals, it's because we want to improve ourselves. And if we just do it and, you know, if we just kind of out of habit, just set the resolutions and we really don't put a lot of heart and thought into it. Then it will just be every year we just set resolutions over and over again, which we don't really accomplish it because we're not really understanding it all the way. So I want to break it down into five steps on how we can do this and how how to just kind of make it so that we can find success and that then we can accomplish it and that we don't just have to start it again the next year, almost the exact same res- resolutions. And we don't even, we haven't really even changed much. Right. So I got some of my ideas from, um, Kendra Cherry. So I will link her article up in, in my show notes, but, um, I've just, as I was going through resolutions and doing New Year's resolutions and what, you know, how many people really do them, there's lots of different statistics, but one that kind of was universal that about 46% of people set resolutions. So about 50%, you know, almost half people set resolutions, but the people that actually, you know, do their resolutions that actually have results accomplish what they set was a a range between eight to 12% of everyone that starts it. So we'll just say for, you know, an average estimate, we'll say 10% of people that set the New Year's resolutions actually really do them. So I want to, for us and for my listeners, I want you to like be in that 10%. (laughs) So let's figure out how we can do it and how we can, at the end of 2021, can see 
some success, can see that we've improved and can see that we, um, like what, which, which I'll talk about as I go on, but like how we've elevated our lives. That's my word, which I will do a podcast on that about elevating our lives. But how have we elevated? How have we grown to new heights? How have we achieved, um, achieved more and discovered ourselves better in this coming year? So the first thing that when we, when we're doing our resolutions is let limit our goals or limit the nearest resolutions that we write down. And I know a lot of times we just think, how many can we write down? Let's write 20, let's write 30, let's, you know what I mean? However many we can do, but that is um, a slight bit overwhelming is to have all these things we need to do and all, all these goals right in front of us all at once because, you know, we haven't really changed them at all during the whole year. So just put all these in front of us and to think that we're going to be able to change them is a little bit hard. And Richard Wiseman, a professor of psychology at Hertfordshire University, suggests that you pick just one and focus your energy on it rather than spreading yourself too thin among a number of different objectives. So that's what I want to suggest is, I mean, you could do one or two. And even if you feel like you have a lot that you want to do, another suggestion is just take one until you can reach that goal. And that starts becoming something that you can obtain. You start you start doing that over and over again where it almost becomes a habit. And they do, like a lot of literature does suggest that it takes 66 days to create a new habit. And then to master, it takes a lot longer. So it is something that it doesn't just come really easily. So when we're setting goals, you know, you could set quarterly goals possibly that you're like, oh, I'm going to accomplish this in this quarter, this in this quarter so that you could do four. But my suggestion is to just even start out with one goal to start with, one main goal that you want. And not even just to say that this is my, this is my New Year's resolution, but to say like, this is my plan. This is my new plan for the new year. So when we say it's our plan, meaning it's our, it's our goal with a plan, then we actually have something set in place that we're going to do. And so um, a lot of times we just have a goal and there's no plan behind it. it it's just um, it doesn't have the strength or the weight behind it and it will be harder to make it stick. So they do say that the number one um, goal is people want to start exercising and lose weight. <laughs> That's like 30, 38% want to exercise and like 33% want to lose weight. And then it goes down from there is like 30% is they want to be healthier and 30, like 29% is changing what they eat. So it's all around health and fitness. But let's just say since that is someone's goal is they want to start exercising more. So they have this goal and we're going to give an example of they have this goal of I want to run a marathon. So if that's the goal on the list and that's really what they want to focus on, that's fine. I mean, I, of course, I'm going to think that's a great goal. <laughs> I love to run. I love to do all things that are active outside. Of course, I coach on that as well. But but the thing is, if you just say that and you don't have um, a plan to go with your goal, the chances of you completing a marathon this year will be not nearly as high. And remember what I said, I want to be in that 10% of people that actually do and see the results and have accomplished what our goals are. So we need to have a plan set in place. And that could be even if you're not doing anything right now, if you're like, my goal is to run a marathon, it can be like the first week, I'm going to do a half a mile. The second week, you know, I'm going to add a mile one day, a half a mile the next day, or however you want to do it. But you have a plan set in place. So, you know, 
when your marathon is, say it's like five months down the road, you've gradually increased, increased your miles and you haven't done it at such a rapid rate that you can't keep up and you get discouraged. And that takes me to my second step is start with small steps. And um, I'm not sure how, if you guys have heard of this story or if you followed this when this happened, but um, it's called, so the, it was the first boy in history to do um, an Ironman with Down syndrome. And it was such an amazing story. And it was it was broadcast quite a few different places. He finished Ironman um, Florida. And his name is Chris... Um, I'm blanking on his last name, but I'll have to put it in my show notes. But Chris, anyways, he had Down syndrome, and his model was 1% better. And that's what he did. And so he, um, he, he started with one lap in the pool, and then he would add another lap in the pool until he got to 4,200 yards continuously. If that, that's what you have to swim for an Ironman. And the same thing, he started with one push-up, and then he added more and more push-ups to get his strength. And he did that with a bike. He learned to, learned to balance on a bike you know, a couple miles at a time where he had a a stationary trainer where he had, he got more balance and then he got to five miles until he eventually just rode mile after mile to when he'd get on the road mile after mile until he got to 112 miles. That's how much you have to do, um, on the, the bike leg of the Ironman. And so he just, his model was just 1% better at a time. And I know for us so many times we want to just have this goal and we want to instantly change and we need to like go from zero to 100% so fast. And I love that that was his model that it was just 1% at a time. And if we, if we try to go so fast and try to change it all at once so quickly, we, um, we usually fail and we get discouraged and we start thinking it's too hard and we don't stay with it. So it's not like I'm telling us not to push ourselves and to really um, try to become better. But in realizing that even if we're 1% better, that accumulation over time that and the consistency will really add up. And that will really get us to where we want. And that's what he did to get to an Ironman. And he is now the first one with Down syndrome, Down syndrome to do it. So that's amazing that he just you know focused on taking tiny steps that ultimately led to his big goal was to do an Ironman. So I think it's just really important to really back it up when we're doing it. And if we have one goal and we put our plan in place, that's the first step. And then we start taking small steps and we just say 1% of the time, I'm going to get 1% better. And that's how, like I gave the example of the running, you know, you do a half a mile, you know, every, you know, five times a week. The next week you do one mile five times in that week. And, and that builds it. I know when I did my first, um, marathon. I just found a training plan on my own. And I did, I just added every week, I just added a few, uh, added a mile, and then I'd add more to my long run and eventually got me to do my first marathon. So it does, it does do that, but we have to realize that it doesn't really necessarily come fast. And if we think we're going to be able to get it fast, we need to be careful with that thinking because, um, if we feel like we can't do it after a while, or we, um, you know, we get discouraged, (laughs) then we don't even stay with it. And we go back to right where we were and we throw the resolutions, the resolution right out the window. <laughs> so we want to be careful with that. And um, the next thing, which I love and I thought was interesting, which I kind of alluded to at the beginning, is um, the third step is avoid repeating past failures. So if um, I've never personally done this, so this is the first time I've done this, but it, I would suggest going back to what your resolutions were, what you wrote down in 2020, and just to look at them. I know it will be kind of comical because of what we had for 2020, but just to look at them to see 
if any of them worked, if they could work still with this, this interesting time that we had. And also to see if they didn't work, what are some things you want to try again this year to make better or what lessons did you learn? So that if you do decide to keep the same goal again for this year, you know that either this worked or this one didn't work. So I just thought it'd be kind of fun to share a few of mine with you <laughs> just so you could think how interesting it is. And, um, I like this one. It says, so when I started out this year in January, I was like, I've alluded to this, but I was really actually sad. I lost my mom in September of 2019. And, um, I, my focus was just to be able to do triathlons. And I did want to figure out something to help me not be as sad, how to be a better mom and how to be able to live my life without my mom still here on earth. So some of my goals were, um, I love this one. It says find an avenue that helps honor my mom's legacy, which I am so happy that I wrote that down. I didn't even realize I wrote it down because I went and read it just this week. And, um, I was really searching for something that I could do to really carry on her legacy and really the, all the teachings that she taught me that I could share it with others. And so as, as I was searching for that and I was focusing on that, which I do think is a really important part of our goals is I, I was thinking about that and I was focusing on what to do. The opportunity arose and it provided itself with the fact that I was going to do life coach school and I became certified life coach, which now it's really a way that I can carry my mom's legacy, all the things she taught me, the things that I learned with food and with exercise. And now with the importance of thinking of, um, and our thoughts and being aware of all that, they've all come together. And I feel like every time that I coach that I carry on her legacy, there's something about that that really helps me carry on the things that she taught me. So I'm so happy about that one. I, this is the funny one that didn't happen, (laughs) but it says, go on a trip once a month and connect with family and friends on each of these trips. So as we all know that that didn't really happen when we all locked down for a while. But the thing that I think is important and I wanted to hit on as well is that when we set our goals and we may not accomplish them, right? Because I couldn't accomplish this one this year, but it is better to set them and see what part of it we accomplished than to not even set them at all. So like I said, there was 46% of Americans that set them. So the 46% that set them are most of the time are learning something or growing or progressing a little more than those people that don't even set them. So for mine, that, that goal didn't happen. I didn't get to do it every single month. But on the months that I did go and the times that I did get to be with people, I really cherished the times and I really connected with them and I really was so happy that I could be with family. So I did strive to do that in the best that I could and I do think it helped improve me as a person. Um, this one was interesting. I only do two more. But... Um, This says help at least five people start and complete a triathlon. (laughs) And I personally didn't even complete a triathlon this year. So um, I could not even include myself. I would not have been helping myself because I have my own coach. But I did help coach one person and they completed a triathlon. And I do have five people that I'm coaching, but they haven't been able to um, do a triathlon, complete a triathlon yet because of our circumstances. But again, like I said, I did set that goal and I was focusing on that. I didn't know at the time how it would all manifest. But now as this year has played out, I become a certified triathlon coach. So I wasn't that at the beginning of the year, but I put a lot of effort into that, a lot of focus into trying to figure that out. And it led me down the path that I'm on now. So it's kind of exciting that like with a goal and it is to accomplish something, but it is really to improve ourselves. That goal that I didn't all the way complete, I still 
improved myself. So I think it's important to look at that. And then this one's really fun that I've shared with people before, but I put the goal, make juice, my vegetable and fruit juice five times a week. And that was something that I was able to accomplish this year. That was something that even with um, the quarantine and with COVID and everything, it reinforced that even more that I wanted that, that I wanted those nutrients in my body so much that that, that was a big focus. And, um, just like with anything, when we have something, it is hard, it is uncomfortable, but the more we do something, the more it becomes a habit and it becomes, we don't have to battle so much within with our, you know, that mental chatter, we don't have to battle so much because we start seeing the benefits of it. So yeah, like after a couple months of doing my juicing, which to be honest, I've been doing it for a couple of years, but I just like to reinforce it because it is something I have to remind myself that it takes effort and that it takes time. But anyways, I know the benefit now, and now it's just like um, more of a habit. So I don't, I don't battle with the with the mental chatter, like I said. And I also, I want to do it now. I with my kids, I'm like, if you don't want that juice, then I'll totally drink it because I know the, the what the difference has made in my life. And so, yeah. So there's there was a few other things that were on here that I did and that I didn't accomplish. So I was like laughing at it with a friend. I'm like, am I in the ten percent that accomplish it? Or am I the like point? <laughs> am I the one percent that you know I did do it so I get one point or a half a point because I did half and didn't do half? But the thing is, is that I would say overall, when I set these resolutions, it really had me um, deciding where I was going to put my focus this year and really um, honing in on some of my thoughts and directing me on the ways that I should go. And it did turn out with my future that it did like really play into how my future played out this year. So I do think it's important to look in some of the places where we fell or some of the places where we didn't succeed. And the ones where I didn't succeed, I said I was going to read. One thing I didn't really succeed at all in is reading the Book of Mormon and finishing this year. And I read it and I listened to podcasts with that, but I didn't finish it. But that's one, one I want to recommit to, to really do that again. And I want to figure out how to have a better plan in place. So that's what I would suggest to you. If there's something that you really think like, and you're being honest honest with yourself, like I didn't really do that one very well. And I kind of just let it fall to the side a little bit. And it wasn't, um, it didn't, it didn't stay in the focus that I wanted it to. And so how this year can implement a better plan, because I do want to keep that one. And I want to have a better plan in place to really make it happen. So yeah, that was, that's the third one. And, um, the fourth one is remember that change is a process or like we've heard the quote, like, you know, patience is a virtue or good things come to those that wait. And, it, you know, those are all really like cliche, but it is so important to remember that we are like, we're going to have obstacles. <laughs> we're going to have failures along the way. We're going to have setbacks. And to think that if we start out the year and we're all motivated and we have this willpower that's going to get us through the year, willpower runs out, right? And when we have those setbacks or we have the failure, My biggest suggestion to you is to not make it mean something about yourself and to look at that failure as like, this is part of the process. This is going to happen. And that it's, that it takes time. Like if I have, if I haven't changed this right now and I'm trying to change it and I'm not used to it, it's probably pretty, like pretty normal for me to have a setback and almost look at it like, yeah, I'm kind of expecting to have setbacks. And what do I, what can I do now that I've had this? And how can I learn from this? And I've talked about that in other podcasts is like failure can be your best teacher. So when we lose the quote unquote willpower or motivation runs out, we just want to remind ourselves to like, it's okay. 
this is going to happen. And almost like we expected this to happen. And now I've learned something and I can, I can move forward and I can just get right back, right back to it. I don't have to just kind of throw it away, throw my resolution away. And with that, um, remember that changes the process is that we, if we are making this small process, we need to actually have it somewhere. Like this is maybe a sub, a sub note on the changes process, but, or, um, remember that change takes a process is that we need to have like a sticky note. We need to have a reminder on our phone. We need to have it somewhere to remind us of what we're trying to change because, um, since it is a process and we haven't done it before, we need to have things that remind us because our brain will just get back to our, our easy, like the patterns that we had before so quickly and so unconsciously or subconsciously that we need to have reminders that are conscious to see that. So like something to, to alert you on your phone or, or other ways, or, um, I just think because otherwise we forget so easily and it will also help us put our focus in the right direction because I know that we had our little goals on the wall until we remodeled and I took them down and I had to search for my, <laughs> for my goals for this year. So obviously they weren't in a place where I could see them and I couldn't even remember a lot of them. <laughs> so that's another good reminder. And the last one, which I feel like we, um, I've hit on in a few other episodes, but I've always liked to reinforce is that. It is so important when we're um, setting goals or have resolutions is to resolutions is to really get support from someone. And I am super excited because we're doing Team Elevate, which starts um, in a couple of weeks, and we will have support from each other. And there's so much to be said when we we um, put it out there to someone else. So when we have the accountability, when we know someone else knows about it. Um, there's just so much literature to say that we really, that reinforces us to stay with it. And so to really get someone to support you, um, will make such a difference. And even if it's just one person, and even if it's not one person taking the time to be accountable to yourself and writing it down, getting a journal, writing it down, what you're doing, even writing down the things when you make, you know, some failures or have some setbacks, writing those down writing down the data. Like, so if you plan to do your half a mile, write down that you did your half a mile or that you didn't do your half a mile. So you can go back and see along the way, the data that's been happening or how you've achieved your plan or you haven't. So you have that there. So you have the accountability even with yourself. So I think that they're all, these are all such amazing ways. And it doesn't mean that they're, you're going to be completely successful and maybe not all these steps will work, but I would suggest these ones when you're trying to do it and see if it makes a difference this year that unlike myself, you don't have to, (laughs) you don't have to go back and find where your goals were at the end of the year because you've been doing them so that you know what they are. And let's be in that top 10% of people that find success in their goals that accomplish and achieve what they set out at the beginning of the year. By the end of the year, they're accomplished and we're a different person and we've elevated ourselves and we've improved. So it will take um, us really applying the steps that I talked about and it really will take patience as we work through it and realize that that's all part of us getting to our best self. And picture yourself at the end of 2021, what it'll look like when you've accomplished these things. And go back as as the year progresses, go to that image of of your future self, of yourself when you've accomplished these things. And realize that the obstacles along the way are just to strengthen us, to get us to where we where we will be at the end of 2021. 
So I, I love, I love this year. I've had so many chances to talk to people about goals or setting a 30 day challenge or, um, helping them see like where we're at and how we can get to another place, a better place. And it's been so exciting for me. It's been a way for me to really help people discover what's inside of them that maybe has, they have forgotten about, or they haven't, they've kind of let it go to the wayside for a little bit, but we all have the chance to set goals. We all have this chance to have this new year's resolution when we start fresh and start clean and start some ways. And let's take advantage of that and really think about how important it is it's not just like a tradition that we do, but it really is. If we want to take it to heart, it really can be a way that we can evolve and really find our best self. And then once we find that, then we have a chance to continue to create and share that with others. And it's so exciting. So just get always put that image in the back of your head of like the 2021 when I have finished this goal that I've set or these few resolutions that I've set. What will it be like? And when then when you're like you have a mistake, you're like it's okay. I'm still going to get there because I know at the end of 2020 I'm going to be there. So, anyways, I just want to encourage you to stick with it. That for me, I really think setting goals with a plan. And just doing little small reinforcements along the way and telling yourself just the little things like good job for the 1% better that you got today. Really encouraging yourself that you'll see a change, you'll see a difference and this year will be different for you because you will have accomplished what you set out to do. You will find success in yourself and you'll, you'll realize how powerful it is to set goals and really stay with it. So anyways, thank you so much for the opportunity to, to listen, like for me to share my ideas with you. This year has been so awesome because I've set goals and I've, like I said, I've, set, I've seen some achieved and ne- next year I know there's some more ways I want to work on things, some plans I want to set into place, but I'm so excited to see what 2021 brings for me and for all of you. So anyways, I hope you continue to have an awesome holiday season And I'll be back next Wednesday. And till then, have a good week. Bye-bye. Would you like to achieve the things you know you want to do? I offer one-on-one coaching and a new program called Team Elevate. It is a small group program that lasts six weeks. Inside the program, we work on goals and finding strategies to get you through your challenges. I also help you create a food protocol and I create your own personalized exercise program. It's like joining a gym for your body and your mind. You can find out more information on my website at CammieBanks.com or reach out to me on Instagram at CammieBanksCoaching. Also, if you like this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe, rate and review it and share it with a friend. And most of all, thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.